You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. You're listening to the Pennsylvania Woodsman, powered by Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network. This show is driven to provide relatable hunting and outdoor content in the Keystone State and surrounding Northeast. On this show, you'll hear an array of perspectives from biologists and industry professionals to average Joes with a lifetime of knowledge. All centered around values aiming to be better outdoorsmen and women, both in the field as well as home and daily life. No clicks, no self-interest, just the light in the pursuit of creation. And now, your host, the man who's too good to stop for a roadkill deer to check it out, Mitchell Shirk. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in and I hope you're doing well. I am going to go a little bit of a different avenue this week and there's a couple reasons for it with this episode. Uh, you'll, you'll take notice that the length of this episode relative to a lot of the ones we've had this year and going into the end of the year last year, <clears throat> it's a little bit on the shorter side. And there's a couple reasons for that. We'll we'll talk about why that is. And if you're listening to this, then you know by the uh, the topic of conversation, you know there's definitely some uh, some stuff going on here. And you know, February is a, a tough month for sure. You know, think about it from the wildlife habitat and everything else going on that that end of things. The the amount of stress that is on a deer herd. <clears throat> When we get heavy snow, uh, snowpack, cold temperatures, lack of food, this is one of the most stressful months of the year for deer and a lot of game species for that matter. So February is a tough year, a uh, tough part of the year, and a lot of stuff struggles with it. But it's not just uh, wildlife; it's people, and it's uh, it's definitely me. And I've been batting the idea around of doing a podcast where I run solo and kind of talk about just some, just land some things out there, things I'm experiencing. And uh, I struggle with it because part of me doesn't want to make this revolve around me and make it sound like I'm, you know, talking at you or gloating or, you know, just making this about the Mitchell show because that's not my goal at all. That's why I haven't done a podcast that was only me in so long. Uh, but I, I finally decided that I'm not the only one experiencing some of this stuff going on in my life, and some of you guys might relate to it. So uh, I decided to to share some interesting stuff that all revolves around this month just being a struggle and February just not being that fun. So you'll see where I go with it. <clears throat> in a little bit here, uh, before we get to this episode, I want to give our shout out to our partners because they're very important to me. They're important to this show and they have a lot of quality things to bring you as a consumer uh, and myself. And that's first of all going to be Radix Hunting. We, uh, we love working with Radix, a lot of quality stuff. You know, I've talked a lot about their cameras, but they've got a lot to offer outside of that. Tree stands, ground blinds. I'm absolutely ecstatic about the new ground blind that I'm going to run this year in turkey season. Reinforced hubs, durable. I love the windows. Very cool camo pattern, which is more the aesthetically pleasing side than the necessity, but I do like that. They've got a great offering of 
permanent blind stands. Yeah, they got a lot to offer you. The trail cameras are sticking picks. A lot to going on this. Check out Radix Huntworth Camo. Running the disruption pattern last year. I, I really like the layering system of Huntworth. I, I think you look at all the, co- the camo and clothing companies out there on the market right now. There is uh, a lot of high-end companies out there that you'll pay top dollar for. And being perfectly honest with you and talking about this with other people who have been able to compare camos and clothing even more than myself, Huntworth is that top three company, in my opinion, of quality, but you're going to pay it at 50%. I think I heard the the numbers that somebody made, and I, I think this is, you know, maybe anecdotal, but at the same time, uh, I think there's some merit to it. 90% of the quality for 50% of the price. And fa- like I said, fantastic layering system, cuts down on the bulk, keeps you warm, keeps you dry, keeps does what you needed to do from hunting camo, worth your investment. So check out Huntworth. And with that, I'm going to start rolling on uh, on some interesting things that have been going on. So again, I said February's tough. February is a month. Uh, I, I <clears throat> was talking about it with a friend of mine the other day. I hate the month of February. And a couple reasons for that. Number one, it is the month right after deer season. So the hype and the acceleration of my favorite thing of the year, it has come to an end. And, you know, the first week or two in January uh, after the season closes, you know, I'm still on that high. I'm still riding out the season, going stuff. But then you sink into into February, get some cold temperatures, some snow. We still got short days. There's not a lot that I can do from the outside, so I'm stuck inside. It starts to weigh on me. It, it really does. And, you know, you think about the activities that an outdoorsman can do in the month of February, you know, there's definitely, if you go, if you travel, you can do some ice fishing. Um, <clears throat> I'm not much of a fisherman, so that doesn't work. There's still some hunting and trapping opportunities. It's just a more challenging year or time of year from the weather aspect to make that happen. Another thing that you'll, uh, you'll see a lot of, and people talk about it, and I'll do occasionally, and that's shed hunt. And talking with a good friend of mine the other day, <laughs> he made a comment. He said, "Do you know why shed hunting exists?" And I looked at him, kind of funny, as he as he said this. He said, "I said, what do you mean?" He goes, <clears throat> "Shed hunting exists because content creators and whitetail hunting fanatics needed something to talk about during the slowest time of the year." <laughs> I thought, "Oh, that is very relatable." Because what else are you talking about this time of year? You know, if you're into private land, private land management. There's a lot that you can do on that end of things, cutting trees. And I know there's scouting. There's always something you can do, but it's still probably one of the most difficult times to find something good to do and talk about it and get excited about it. And, you know, I've, I've now done this podcast for, gosh, this is going to be May of 2024. I will have closed out... 21, 22, 23. Um, I'll close out three full years of doing this. Uh, I'll be going into the fourth year. And I, I've really enjoyed this doing this podcast. I have. And it's been awesome to meet people, connect, 
Uh, I've learned a ton. <clears throat> but uh, the expectation or the thought that I had going into this, it it was way different. I, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I had a couple of preconceived notions going into creating a podcast on a network like this. Some of them were true. A lot of them weren't. And I, I kind of want to share that with you guys a little bit. So <clears throat> prior to starting this podcast in 2021, I did zero social media. I was not on any social media whatsoever. I really wasn't involved of any content creation or anything like that. I, I just loved hunting. Uh, I I, you know, I guess the most content that I would have consumed maybe from like YouTube or outdoor shows, so to speak. Beyond that, I had nothing. And I was, you know, a new dad at that point and beginning a new journey there. And the whole podcast thing, I've talked about this before, the, this podcast fell into my lap. I didn't have this vision of, you know, I think my way into the outdoor industry and doing stuff is going to be by auditioning for this podcast on Sportsman's Nation at the time, which is now Empire, and, you know, building a brand and then going through this whole step-by-step process. I didn't think any of that. In fact, it really didn't appeal to me. But this podcast started because a friend of mine, uh, my buddy Devon, he asked if we wanted to audition and, you know, co-host the show together and see if he'd pick us. And we did, and he picked us, and then, you know, time runs its course, life gets in the way, and it, you know, it's now turned into, I'm the only host here, I'm the only one doing this show. And at the time when it was uh, just the two of us, it was like that cool thing to do together, one more thing, maybe spur some opportunity for us. Um, But when it was on my own, I really thought about not doing it. I really thought, why do I want to take on one more thing in my schedule um, and like go on a journey I've no, I've know nothing about and I'm clueless towards. And I just decided it was such a good opportunity and the way that it came into my life, I decided I couldn't pass that opportunity up. So, you know, you fast forward to where we are now. Uh, I'm glad I kept going with it because, um, I've had great growth, in that time frame, I've uh, I've met a ton of you as a listener. I've met, I've been able to talk to some people that I would consider. Um, I I don't I don't know what the better word to use off the top of my head right now, but you know people I've almost idolized in a sense in the outdoor you know industry space. And I'm going to name drop here. Last year, this time of year, when I got to interview Dr. Grant Woods from Growing Deer TV. That was probably one of the many top-end highlights in doing this show. And I was ecstatic that I had the opportunity to talk about food plots, agriculture, with somebody who I've respected for such a long time. And I was so thankful that they had time for me. Um, So when I started this podcast and kept rolling with it, the the goal and the direction in which I had, I didn't really have one. I just kind of hopped on the train and followed along. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, what is the goal? What is the direction? In the back of my mind, one thing I always really thought I wanted to do, I really, if you guys have listened to me for a long time, I have a passion for wildlife management, property manipulation, 
private land hunting and helping people do that. I, I think it's because that's what I grew up doing. I've had, I've learned some things a long time. I've had failures. I've seen some successes and I've, I've learned things from about food plotting that, uh, I've, I've learned through agriculture and then tried, you know, tried and failed and learned experiences that I, I really just have a passion to share and, and help people. So there was a part of me that said, maybe this podcast thing, maybe that's a way for me to start putting information out there and, and having people know who I am. And maybe that's the way that I can get into uh, getting stepping foot on some properties and walking some properties and making some recommendations and, um, you know, maybe get into a little bit of property consulting. And uh, that sounded all well and great. And to an extent, I've actually done a little bit of that. I've, I've been able to walk a handful of properties, make some maps, make some recommendations, put some stuff on paper. But the there's a lot of things I learned about myself and along, uh, you know, the, the the process of consulting in uh, wildlife habitat and hunting. It, it, like I just learned a lot more about it than I didn't really know in being able to kind of get my feet wet there it's very different than consulting in agriculture which is what I do for a living between that and the fact that my life has changed so much the past four years from the aspect of time management and family needs and demands and career demands and things like that that I, I have a hard time now balancing uh the ability to do anything like that in addition and doing it of a, of a good quality, that it's something that if, if you would want me to come and look at your food plots and make recommendations, that I would do a good job and, and you would speak highly of that. I want to be a positive experience. So it just it didn't turn out the way I expected. And I'm not complaining. It's just when, when that happened, then it made me think, okay, if that's not a direction I'm going to continue to pursue at this point in my life, now what uh, what else do I... I have in store for the Pennsylvania Woodsman in this podcast. And I said it earlier as I was talking and I'm talking now, I don't, I don't want this to be about me. I, you know, there's, you know, hats off to a lot of people who, who do really well with brand and name recognition and stuff like that. I'm not discrediting that. I really don't want to have the spotlight on me because the spotlight is something that's hard to handle <laughs> and I, I don't think I can handle it. I'd much rather have this be about a journey for people who listen to learn stuff, to be entertained, because I'm right there with you. I'm just the one steering it as as the host. Let me say another thing. Being the host of a podcast is way harder for me than I thought. Now, some people, it's just natural. You know, I look at uh, Dan Johnson, who has had the Nine Finger Chronicles. He's going on 10 years, successful. And talking with him, the way he goes about his interviews and conversations, a lot of that isn't, like, written out and planned out with questions. That's coming from him, from his experience in doing this. He's a well-thought-out individual, critical thinking. And he's just to name one. There's a ton of those. I still get anxiety. I still get anxiety from the thought of having to steer a conversation with people. And every person's different. I might not have ever talked to this person in my life, and I'm trying to have a conversation with them about a topic that I want to learn about. And that can get, that can get daunting. 
Some people love to talk. Some people don't talk. It's like prying it out of them. And that's just been unique. And I've learned things along the way, and I've enjoyed doing it. I hope I do a good job. And, uh, you know, judging by some of the the folks that continue to tune into our episodes, I I think you enjoy it too, and I appreciate that. Um, But there comes a point where I'm trying to decide this has been a fun ride, but do I start to think about maybe transitioning because I don't know what else to do with it? Or do I just go the next route in, uh, in growth? What's, and what does that look like? And, uh, that's, that's really tough. That's really tough. Cause I'm thinking about purpose. Where is my purpose in hunting within my own life? And therefore, how does that relate to Mitchell and hosting this show? And that's a really, really tough thing to navigate. Um, Like I said, I think those unrealistic expectations that we can get this time of year with, um, you know, I would love to be out scouting right now. I would love to be out walking ground, preparing for next season, uh, doing some planning, maybe walking some people's properties and consulting. You know, right now, one thing I'm actually excited about doing and I wanted to bring this up earlier. I'm giving a food plot presentation here in a few weeks. I think it's uh, Friday, March 8th. I think that's when it is. The, is that one that March is? Yeah, Friday, March 8th. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cool opportunity. I got asked to speak in Myerstown for K&K Feeds annual Build the Buck meeting. And I'm looking forward because I'm talking about all these different points of food plots. It's got me excited, and I enjoy that. So you know, I think about stuff that fuels my fire this time of year and gets me excited. The reality of my time available, family, work, all the other commitments that I make outside of hunting, it's reality has set in that I can't do that to the degree that I want. And uh, where, where I devote time to is is important you got to devote it to the most important things right it's just right now it's really really hard to stay in a positive mindset in a positive light knowing that the thing I love most is the thing I'm doing the least and the uh that's even trickling into the podcast stuff um, uh, sometimes I have an uh, a hard time thinking about you know who do I want to bring on next to the show? Who do I want to have on? What what do we want to discuss? And, you know, that's that's not why I'm doing this episode this week. Um, because I have a, a list of episodes and people that I am going to reach out to or I already have reached or I have scheduled. And we're going to have on this show and I'm looking forward to bringing that. But it just goes to, the, to say that, like, right now, for me personally, I, I'm struggling. The month of February has been really tough with the demands that are put on me. And I realize that I don't even know how to word this next part. I'm, I'm thinking, so nobody tells you or prepares you. Like if, if your goal is doing the most outdoor things and hunting and this and that, nobody really is a good person. How do I word this? I didn't know anybody who was able to say, if you want to structure your life around this, then you need to think about these things for the future and how that's going to impact your available time. 
Now, some of you might say, well, that's common sense that if you're going to get married and you're going to have kids and you're going to have a full-time career and stuff, that's going to be a, a time constraint on your ability to do those things. And let me be the first to say that people that had common sense at 18 years old and when they're making just these major life decisions would know that. But there's a lot of things that I just didn't think about and going through with the flow. Now, don't take that as I don't want to have a family, I don't want to have a career, and I don't want to have family, uh, children, because those are the greatest things that ever happened in my life, and I completely mean it. Um, I wouldn't trade anything about my life right now in any way, shape, or form. But it does make me wonder, or it does make me have a very, very hard time in looking to the future with those things in my life and saying, where does this driving madness of passion for food plots and hunting and deer and yada, 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 where is the purpose in that, knowing that if you're looking to simplify your food plot system while enhancing the quality of your soil, you need to check out Vitalize Seed Company. Vitalize provides top quality seed blends designed to fit into their 1-2 planting system. The system has been designed to allow highly diverse plant species to grow synergistically, optimizing nutrient uptake and cycling the way God intended. Reduce your inputs, build your soil, and maximize the quality tonnage for the wildlife in your area. Find out more about this system and get your seed at vitalizeseed.com. And be sure to check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Knowing that I have other things to devote to, and how do I make the most of that? Because I can I can very quickly go into a dark, dark place of being selfish with everything I do in that, being between hunting. I, I can get very selfish with my time um, and with my, my mentality and focus. I can be thinking about hunting so much throughout courses of the year and even into the fall and be thinking about that even when I'm in my home, I'm not present here mentally and physically. I'm physically here. I'm not mentally and emotionally here. And that can be a big detriment to uh, to my family. Um, I want to tell you a story real quick. So I, I just wrote this uh, I just wrote this story out on paper for the first time, and it's going to be in our, our church's game dinner article. And I'm going to summarize what this this was about I, I called this story why and I, I talked about my New Jersey bear hunt last year you know I had been building up this hunt doing some scouting went down everything else and the anticipation for that hunt was so high because of the awesome scouting things and the things I learned and the bear I was seeing this and that I got overconfident and I was thinking, you know, I only had six days of PTO left at that point in the year. And I really wanted to try to kill a bear as quickly as possible. That way I could save some of my PTO and I could use it for some archery hunting. And I, I always wanted to take two days in the first week of rifle season. That way I could do the group hunt at my cabin. Like all that stuff that was really, really important to me. So I went in the first day of our bear hunt. And the stand I had picked and the information I had going into that, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, I thought I would be done by about 10 o'clock. I thought somewhere between 8 and 10 o'clock, I'm going to kill a bear. 
It's and I it truly in my mind was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. And I had a great hunt and I I told the story, you guys can listen to that story, but I didn't kill a bear that first morning. And we saw pressure, we saw all kinds of things that you know, maybe start second guessing all my planning and and stuff. And I uh, I ended up getting you know really down on myself overthinking it and I started being uh, a pessimist and all kinds of things. So I had hunted till noon that first day. I'd seen a bunch of bear, no shooting opportunities, and went back on uh, on Monday afternoon. We went back and ate lunch Monday and kind of recollected ourselves in the Monday afternoon, went to a different location on that same property, and I, I had scouted it, but I hadn't really picked a tree out. And I was kind of going in, doing a hanging hunt, scout my way in, figuring out where I thought something would come, basing it on the wind and, and, and hunting. And I the whole time I was negative i couldn't find the right tree i couldn't find something that was going to cover me in all these different trails and if i went too close to this one section i wouldn't be able to shoot from another or i couldn't find a tree that gave me the best shooting opportunity and i finally just gave in and picked a tree and i'm like oh this is going to have to do so I'm, I'm negative in my mindset that whole time and uh i was sitting in that tree being selfish being down on myself thinking that this didn't woe is me this didn't go the way i wanted it then I had to stop and think. I, I finally something clicked, and I, 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 it started off. I started thinking about home. I started thinking about my wife, who had sacrificed um, time with, uh, you know, in headaches because that time of year she was coaching and working and had to do extra for getting childcare taken care of, and there there was added stress with me being away. I was thinking about my mom, who watched the kids longer. I was thinking about my dad, who. You know, had helped and filled in when he could when he got home from work while I was gone. In addition to all the stuff they do for me throughout the year, my dad was helping with projects around the house, and my mom the same. Like, there's just so much stuff, and it just became overwhelming. I'm thinking, here I am having a pity party because I didn't shoot a bear with my scouting in the first day. Uh, like, that's pathetic. That that's absolutely pathetic, Mitchell. That's exactly what came to my mind. And here, here's all these people who love me and are sacrificing their time and sacrificing a lot for me to do what I love. And I'm out here with this negative attitude. And I got to a point where I broke down and cried in the tree stand. I was, I just lost it. So at that moment, it, first of all, it brought me back to reality that, look, this is hunting. This isn't killing. What, what am I trying to prove? It made me ask the question again, Why? Why do I have this passion to do this? Why do I want to do this? What is the purpose of all this? What is the purpose of me hunting like this and doing this show? And why do I have such a passion for it? And how do I balance that in a, in a healthy way? Like, how do I do that in a way that is a light to people around me, people who listen to the show? How do I make it seem that I'm not in this for me? There's a greater purpose than just me going out and shooting a bear or shooting a buck or whatever, that there's more to it than that. And I've been struggling with that. So let's circle back to the future of me in this ep- in this podcast. Man, I like that's a that's a that's a tough one. Because growth to me, I think about what else could we do for the brand of this show to to bring listeners to it that would want to enjoy it? And I think about um, maybe more social media. 
You know, I've talked about I have Instagram and Facebook. I really don't do anything on Facebook for a number of reasons. So I post our shows to Instagram. Some of you guys follow along, see when we post an episode, what we post. Uh, Maybe I add a couple of little things here and there, but that's it. So, you know, do we need to be more prevalent on social media? Maybe more types of social media? And I ask myself, how do you do that in a way that is not, um, does not, is not perceived as being self-centered, uh, show off, you you know, all the self-interest that comes with social media. Because social media to me is ugly. Um, I can tell you right now, if I would stop doing this podcast, that I would be off of social media, boom, like that. It would not, it would be instantaneously. Um, Now, I'm I'm saying all this and I'm I'm sounding doom and gloom and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to stop doing this. I enjoy doing this, and I believe that there's a reason that this whole thing has happened and it's transpired. I think there's a reason I've gotten to talk to all these people and stuff, and it, it's just difficult when you're in a time that uh, is is hard to focus on something like this. Uh, I'm talking in circles. I think this is probably a, a good opportunity for me to start to wrap this this whole thought up that I've been having. I, uh, I'm i struggling because while it might seem like I'm doing this show on a routine basis with all these really cool men and women and outdoors people and hunters and trappers and biologists and all this stuff and like it's, you know, I've got ample time for it. I can do this and, and it's been a struggle for me too. And guys, I'm sure... There's been attributes to this spiel that I've given that you guys can all relate to, um, or maybe you can relate to to some degree. There's probably a, a struggle, a focus, or something that you guys can, you know, understand why I would be feeling this way. Now, I'm not depressed. I'm not any of that stuff. It's just the the mental strain on me has been it's been higher than normal. And I think it's a lot of self-inflicted, you know, a lot of that is self-inflicted, but, uh, navigating and getting out of it is tough. And I'm fortunate that I have a good group of people around me. I have a lot of people that bounce things off of and, you know, talk positive positivity into my life and things that, um, you know, maybe, you know, but you need to hear it from somebody else. And to all of you, who do that for me, you know, without singling people out and naming. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I hope anybody listening to this, I hope you have that in your life. And if you don't, I encourage you to, you know, branch out. I mean, the first of them all, prayer has done wonder for me in that in and of itself. Um, speaking with uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, when I'm down in anything or I'm up in anything that's important and uh, has helped me tremendously. And I encourage you, if you don't know what that's about to reach out to me or somebody, but if you do know what that's about, don't forget it either. Um, so what will I continue doing this podcast? I absolutely will. I, uh, I'm looking forward to maybe doing a little bit more episodes again, where I kind of roll like this. I, I really hate, doing solo episodes because 
in my mind when I'm talking, it all sounds like it's coming out real great. But with this presentation that I'm giving on food plots in a few weeks, I actually went back and listened to an episode I did last year, not because of something I said, but because of the guests that I had on. And I wanted to reiterate some of the things that they brought across and as important points and reiterate that into my presentation that I'm giving. And when I listen to myself talk, I'm like, God, I don't know how anybody would want to listen to me talk because I feel like driving my points home, I, uh, if, if A to B is a straight line, I hit C, D, E, F, G along the way. Like that's just how I hear myself talk. And I understand that you really don't enjoy listening to your own voice. Most people don't. I don't. But uh, I'm just appreciative that so many of you guys have given me support. And one thing I wanted to say, too, with uh, with that struggle about like getting through February and, and doubting doing this podcast, one of the reasons that's been so tough has been uh, being on this network. I get numbers. I get download information, but I don't get it like on an, a weekly, daily basis. It's like, I don't know, like when I drop this episode, I won't know how many people specifically listen to this episode in the first how many days versus the first two weeks versus all that. Like, I don't get that instantaneous feedback. Now I get a lot of great analytics and I have an understanding of what that means and, you know, try to make decisions upon that. But we don't have that. And this podcast gets released on all kinds of spot, uh, platforms. You know, we have our own RSS feed on Sportsman's Empire, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, yada, yada, yada. All you guys listen to it on a different thing. And I have, sometimes I have no idea where you're listening to. I have no idea how often you listen to it. Some of you guys comment on stuff. I've gotten emails from you, from you folks, and I appreciate it. Uh, but sometimes I'll go a couple episodes and I have absolutely zero way of gauging who's hearing this. Are you enjoying it? Should should we continue doing episodes like this? Like that weighs on me for a, a great long while. But I always have something that happens that somebody reaches out or a story of, hey, I listened to your podcast and I learned this or it brought light to this. And that gives me that fuel because that tells me that somebody gathered something from a question I had and they got an answer from one of our guests or maybe it was a philosophy thought process and the way they treat their father. or Maybe they just like laughing at me. I don't know what it is, but I've gotten that feedback and I enjoy that. So that's probably one reason why the uh, just positivity has not always been so steady. So anyway, my my where I'm at right now, finding purpose, being uh, purposeful with my time, is uh, is all really really big on my 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 focus right now. Like I said, a lot a lot has changed over the past few years, and it's changed for good. But some of the changes have been really hard. Some of it has been um, just the change. Like I said, I've already brought this up, but I'll say it again. Some of it has been the changing of my priorities which mostly has been good. Uh, the emphasis I put on focusing on my priorities because before my priority was Mitchell. And while I'll still continue to battle that, I think I do a better job now than I did a few years ago of that. And I hope that continues that way. Um, you know, dad, being a dad, new dad, I've got two boys. 
they're going to turn four and two next month. I can't believe I'm saying that, but that's been a big change. Um, demand within my career. That's there's been changes. Uh, the hats that I wear in my daily job, the people I work with, the responsibilities. It's all different. It's all grown. All positive, but also things that on the backhand there's uh, only a you know a fixed amount of time that I can focus on one thing and um, if I run out of time for certain things something's got to go and if I love hunting so much or podcasting or whatever in the outdoor sphere it has to be managed in a healthy appropriate way to make sure I've got my priorities in line right my hunting has changed a lot about my hunting has changed um, the places I hunt the interests I have within hunting um, a lot of that has changed. Some of that has been by personal choice. Some of that has been by default. Um, some of that has been exciting and a new journey. Some of that has actually been painful. And those are probably discussions for different people on a different episode. But even within the hunting I do, with it being so dramatically different this past season especially compared to other years I've got a lot of questions or and not for anybody specifically for myself for my own personal interest and personal focus and yada 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 and it's all stuff I'm working through but if if I let stuff like that weigh on me like what am I going to do this fall and how am I going to do it and who am I going to do it with and I start trying to plan ahead and stuff all that thought while it might make me a better hunter or a better planner it's pulling away from what i got to focus on right now and somebody else brought a, a great point up to me when i was uh talking some you know talking through some stuff and some struggles i was having that i've shared with you on this episode um <clears throat> you know hunting season is a, it, it's exactly that it's a season I think social media, you know, professional hunters, if you want to call it that, um, content uh, creators, all of that have all given us, um, have allowed us to have unrealistic thoughts and expectations about what daily life should look like. Now, I am not talking negative about anybody who's got the capability or has worked their tail off to put themselves in a situation where they can do that hats off to them i am so happy for you that's fantastic but the reality of it is folks like you and i that listen to stuff or consume content and get to do this as our hobby um we're, we can't relate to it realistically and I think I can give you a false sense of security when you think you should. Um, it can weigh on you mentally. It can do a lot of things to you. It can, it can, it can brew up a lot of bad stuff as, as all it comes down to. And I do believe that the longer that you put time into something, the better you can be. And therefore, if you can dedicate your year-round scouting and preparation into the quarry of your choosing in fall, it's definitely going to be better than if you only devote uh, time in October, November to it. 
I mean, let's face it. Why are there so many sports that if you want to have a, a shot as a kid, you have to focus on that sport 365 days a year? That was a little bit of a thing when I was a kid, but nowhere near like it is now. Like, to be a baseball player, if you're not playing baseball every month out of the year, forget having your shot at the next level. Same thing with with soccer and everything else. Football's about the only one that's not the case. But still, you're working in the off season, lifting weights, preparing, doing all those things you got to do to make your season successful. So let's translate this to the fall and hunting season. I think this is probably a good point to wrap this up. The same thing holds true, but hunting season itself is a season. Seasons come and seasons go, and there's probably some good healthy things that can happen from stepping away and not being so consumed in something. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a good point to wrap this up. And one thing I'm going to say before I go is like this episode was not to point fingers at anyone. This is not Mitchell telling you what to do, how to live your life. If I ever directed it to, in, in that manner. Um, it's just because that's how the way I talk. I'm I'm doing this because it's as much for me and talking myself through something and sharing with you my struggles, my, my personal endeavor, uh, things going on in my life. Because while I know there's a lot of people that have their stuff together a whole lot better than me, I also know there's people that <laughs> you can relate to me. Uh, you understand where I'm coming from. And Guess what, guys? It's okay if you're going through something. It's okay if you can understand where I'm coming from. Or you're not alone in maybe some of this stuff, maybe. So I think that's a great point to wrap this up. Um, you know, I said it wasn't going to last that long, but here I am. It's 40 minutes of me rambling. If you made it to the end of this, I am very impressed. Um, you're a dedicated listener to this podcast, and I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody. Um, I really want you all to have the best season you possibly can but really what's more important to me is we're, we're learning not just how to be better hunters we're learning how to just do everything in life the best we can and uh, a lot of my guests a lot of my listeners have shed light on that for me and hopefully in the episodes that I've had in the past Hopefully the episodes to come, maybe even this episode, um, you guys get something out of it. (laughs) So I think that's a good point to, uh, I can't think of anything else I'd want to talk about. I'm at that point where I'm starting to ramble again. Gosh, the the, the mic standing in front of you makes uh, all kinds of nerves and... Uh, crazy thoughts go through my mind but yeah I don't think we'll uh, have many episodes like this but I thought it was time maybe we did so again have a great week stay safe take care God bless still rambling alright let's go have a good week guys thanks again